whatever the ins and outs of it, you can fucking Google it yourself. You don't come here for breaking news or, or, or the facts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Battery Mates. I am your London-based rainy season uh, co-host Matthew McGregor. I'm joined, as ever, by Toby. I'm Toby. Um, I'm, it's very sunny and chilly here in Chicago. I uh, miss it so much. It's raining. It's raining cats and dogs here <laughs> in London. <laughs> uh, not literally that would be hideous uh how is the uh how's the coronavirus going down in chicago uh it's going all right um so far so good um uh, i have not been put in charge of anything so i think that's a um that's a win for uh the cdc and for america and americans um yeah i don't know it's it's a little scary we're, we're everybody i think sent out their um you know reminders to wash your hands for 20 seconds with soap and water uh that i think i got that reminder from three different places yesterday which is or in the last two days um so that's been fun uh i love i love i love how i love how all the dudes on twitter are like oh i've been doing that for years i don't have to wash my hands like can't dude look come on we all we all know what's going on here I'm def. I definitely have always, personally, always washed my hands for for twenty seconds, unlike all other men. Yeah, you, you. I'm just like me. I'm. I'm assuming you always sing the alphabet to yourself while you're washing your hands. That's what. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah, that's that is what I do. Um, I uh, I was on a, a Norwich City supporters podcast last night, and uh, one of the they have like a mailbag at the end of the pod and one of the questions was if you had to choose between Norwich getting relegated from the Premier League in return for a distant relative e.g. a racist uncle dying from coronavirus <laughs> or saving the distant relative's life which would you choose <laughs> surprisingly difficult question um, but anyway so we're going to talk about baseball <laughs> that's why we don't take mail back yeah, we don't have a mailbag. It would just be it would just every week it'd be like, What is Jeff Gabriel's annoying question this week? We get that on Twitter anyway. We just don't read it out on the pod. Uh so we're gonna talk about uh Houston, we're gonna talk about the new playoff rules, uh we're gonna talk about the three batter rule, and we've got a couple of other things to to whip through. We are now two weeks away from opening day. That's crazy. Let's go three up, three down. Let's do it. Should you we start about let's go let's talk about Houston first? Houston as ever, this is the we we need a jingle because this is going to be <laughs> on the podcast every single episode. We need like a Houston Asterix jingle that plays <laughs> us into talking about the latest shenanigans. <laughs> oh, that that well, didn't the Bee Gees have a hit with banging scheme? I think they had a, a big hit. Let's <laughs> use that. Um, yeah. So what's going on with Houston? You, you know better than I would. Um, the, your Nationals share a, a spring training complex with them, so. I'm assuming you have kind of the inside scoop, but you know what? This is what a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. I think we were recording with Ross um, right before the apology tour, or that, that apology tour, uh, the uh, apology press conference, where they kind of stepped on, stepped in it again, uh, and <laughs> somehow um, a planned event. They actually made things worse for themselves. 
Um, but w- what's happened since then? You know, I think the the big the big thing is there's retaliation starting to come to pass. Um, they've been hit. Last I looked, they've been hit by pitches more than any player, any team in spring training. Is that still? What's the latest on the ground? That is still the case. I've just been trying to check um, exactly how many times it is. Um, uh, I, 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 I saw seven, and I've also seen 11 uh, hit by pitches. Um, that is uh, at least, uh, I, I think it's 11, and I think that's three more than any other team who are themselves like way ahead of the other teams because it's we're like still early, fairly early in spring training. I mean, it's like a, on average a player getting uh, hit every game. Um, which, you know, if we extrapolate out to a season means that uh, Astros players will get hit 162 times during the upcoming regular season, which is a lot uh, to get hit 162 times would be would be a lot. But I think I think we can I think we can do it. I think we can do it. No, I obviously don't condone that. But there's obviously an incredible amount of bad feeling, even if you account for some of those uh, um, uh, beanballs being unintentional. Yeah. The the amount of vitriol from other players during the kind of press availabilities after pitches and catches reported and, the, and the, you know everyone got together the amount of vitriol is absolutely wild uh, and I know that this is kind of uh playing on people's minds but uh players players are super pissed. Yeah, no, it, even Mike Trout, he's someone who is is notable for usually not making any news, not talking about what he's thinking. He's pretty pretty Unfortunately, fairly boring uh, in baseball as far as baseball players go. Um, even he was pretty angry. And then just the other day, took it out on a golf ball. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but that was most people don't. Most people don't know that was he. You know, he actually um, was ex- explicitly thinking of uh, Jose Altuve when he hit that ball, which is unfair because Jose Altuve, by all accounts, uh, not the biggest cheater on that team. Right. The, um, the, the, the thing I've really enjoyed, um, I haven't enjoyed people getting hit by pitches. That's not, that's not cool. But what I have really enjoyed is the amount of booing for Astros players <laughs> at, at spring training games. It's like spring training. It's the most chilled out environment there is. Everyone who is there, almost everyone who's there is on vacation, like on purpose <laughs> to see baseball because they love baseball. It feels, it feels a little bit like it's, it's, I don't know how it's going to be in the regular season, but spring training feels a little bit like this is now a cultural kind of like a meme or a meme as Bryce Harper would say <laughs> that that people are kind of having fun with their signs and people have got like Houston asterisk t-shirts and it's, it's kind of like a cultural thing this is like everyone's joining in on it's like Twitter but in real life everyone is is <laughs> is, is piling on and there are some really 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 loud boos for Astros players as they've walked up and you gotta bear in mind at early games it's not even the starting uh the starting um, nine that are, are coming up to bat. These are like randos, like spring training <laughs> contracts and invites and minor league players. So um, everyone's everyone's hearing it. The the thing that this is old news for most listeners, but the the thing that has been the most joyous moment of anything in spring training was an Astros employee uh, <laughs> stealing the signs of people that had brought signs with them to protest. They were stealing the stealing signs, protest signs. Uh, it was it was really. I mean, made for made for Twitter content. Really, mm, chef's kiss for the Astros uh, organization on that one. And they will tell you, look, this happens all around baseball. Everybody's doing it. It's something that you know. Maybe they're using a little better technology than everybody else. But if, if you know, if your team could do it too, they'd do it too. 
Um, that's the list. That's, that's the company line on that one. Do you see your uh, your man your man Trevor Bauer has got involved with his own protest? <laughs> well, are you talking about him him um, the other day, uh, basically telling players what, what he was going to throw? Did you see this? Deliberately tipping yeah. his pitches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love. That there was one of his teammates who was like. Uh, oh, we love Trevor. Uh, you know, he's always going to do something lunatic, like something crazy. Uh, he's, gonna, he's, you know, we know he's a little nutty. Um, so you got to love him for that. <laughs> and I think it was, I can't remember if it was some ESPN uh, host or whatever. Uh, he, he's like, you know, that may be true in spring training, but if he does that in, in, a, <laughs> in a regular season game, um, he's not going to be very popular in Cincinnati. <laughs> Uh, he, he said, he said, well, oh no, one of his teammates said on, um, was quoted on Baseball Tonight saying, you know, his, his fastball is so good that even if people know it's coming, oh, right. uh, it's still unhittable. It's like, yeah, okay, sure, sure. If, <laughs> yeah, if, like if that's that. his protest, if that's his protest that his, his pitches are so good, doesn't matter. Why is he upset with the banging scheme? Yeah. Because that was what they were trying to do. I mean, he's just, he's just trying to get attention. Yeah, that doesn't sound like him though. Uh, you know. He's usually pretty even keel. No, I so broad, broadly speaking, the Astros. I still feel like the reason this isn't going to go away, and the reason this this is this is still going to drag on, and I, you know, there people feel, I think, rightly upset still, is because they. It's not that they. Some of them have admitted wrongdoing, but they they don't. The level of con- be, of contrition doesn't feel appropriate. Like they don't actually feel sorry, and that may be true. That may be true, which I guess reveals the entire like it kind of gives up the the whole thing. But it, it, I think is the fake sorriness and the the level of I guess stonewalling and kind of like the, you know baseball player answers to. I think really tough questions has it's just making things worse and has made things it, it if they gave it a so and I think it leads us to all think we don't even know what half of what was going on you know because they haven't right. really been sorry or, or you know the, 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 the commission, part of the problem is the commissioner's report has not been a full reckoning with um, right. with with what actually took place I'm sorry about the noise this is the rain is really coming down here I don't know if like everyone's listening gonna think that's static it's just it's just London weather I'm afraid but I can barely hear myself talking so I don't know what this is gonna sound like on the pod it's, it's not the equipment it's, it's actually it's quite just pleasant. The shitty weather it's quite pleasant I think oh, it's, a, it's like a one nice... of those calmness apps yeah you can uh, most people, people I've people I've... often they listen to us for their their sound machine at night um yeah <laughs> um, I, I i think that this isn't gonna i think this isn't gonna go away ever unless there is that kind of reckoning and if the astros aren't going to do it themselves then then mlb needs to step in i think mlb wants this to go away but i think the best way to make this go away is to give people some closure bust only had a really good idea um on this which was for the for mlb to pass a motion of censure so there's something formal they're not going to take away the the world championship they're not going to get their t- take their rings array away but there's a, a motion of censure would kind of unofficially add an asterisk to the to the uh to the world series and i think that's what people need to see because they did cheat and they haven't 
owned it and the commissioner's idea that they're just going to kind of like get booed all year and that will be punishment enough i just don't i i don't want that to be the case it's gonna if they're not going to own this then yeah they should they should eat it all year but what i'd rather is that there was some kind of closure and we could all move on because it, it has been fun obviously it's been fun we've had our fun but it would be better if this if this could kind of get dealt with so i like that idea of emotion essentially it's kind of, this is all very spookily similar to the impeachment. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it sounds a lot like, you know, they're going to get booed a lot. It's going to get, you know, you know, let the voters decide at the, at the polls. You know, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's a little too similar. I don't like it. Censure. So, Censure and move we, on. Uh, should we move, should we move on? Dog? Yeah. Yeah. Move on that over. That was, an, that was an easy and obvious one. My, <laughs> One is the playoffs. Um, yeah. This is um, this is a little old now, so hopefully everyone has uh, been able to absorb what is actually taking place and uh, fix themselves some really, really um, uh, uh, hot take, angry positions uh, on this as an issue. Uh, as I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Toby, because I don't think the rules are completely clear. We're going to move from eight teams being in the playoffs to ten teams being in the playoffs. Uh, the best team in each league will go through to the divisional series and the wild card will now, uh, or, or the, the round before the divisional series, instead of being a one game, two team, uh, one game playoff will be a, uh, a playoff of his own, a best of three, um, uh, between the, the, the four next best teams in each league to, uh, play for the right to go through to the, uh, the divisional series. And then we play on as, as, as normal. Have I got, I've got that right. I think well, there's ten teams now. We do two teams for the wild card, and then three division winners. Yep. So sorry, twelve twelve teams. It'd be twelve teams. Yeah. So this is a proposal. I don't think this is um, certainly not something that's happening this season. But this is Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball, which you know previously noted doing a great job on everything. Um, really just <laughs> handling things well. Um, I, yeah, they 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 floated this idea of expanding the playoffs to. Um, it might actually be 14 teams, Matthew. I, ca- I can't, maybe, maybe it's, I just... should have reread this. I, I did some <laughs> reading on this about, about a week ago and then I've been busy at work and ill and we haven't been able to talk about it, but well, our um... research department also has the week off, which is an unfortunate <laughs> timing, but get it out of the way. It's spring. It's spring, you know, um, some ridiculous amount of expansion of the playoffs to kind of make it so, and I, I, I was reading that if this had been, you know, if, if, uh, these playoff rules had been in effect, uh, you know, a decade ago. And over the last decade, I think it was something like at least a ha- you know a half dozen or a handful of teams that were under five hundred would have made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. which is ludicrous. Well, so there's there's some whatever the ins and outs of it. You can fucking Google it yourself. You don't come here for breaking news or or, or the facts. You can you can work out the system itself. But there there are there are two different things about this that's worth talking about. The first one is the the stupid gimmickry of it and what it says about where MLB's head is at. So the idea is that the teams that are in the pre-divisional series uh, a mini playoff would appear on a TV show where the better teams in that bracket would choose their opponents. Right. And that is the that is by some distance the dumbest idea of a range of dumb ideas that MLB has come out with. A, a, a sort of I mean it's it's so dumb it doesn't even bear worth talking about but what it says is that the commissioner's office has really no understanding of the fundamental problem of attracting young people to watch 
the game that they think that that stupid gimmicks and um uh, a speeded up pace of play rather than a game time overall and all of those different things that's what that's what's broken about about baseball rather than the amount of action the amount of uh, uh, balls in play the amount of interesting things going on on the field and i just think that it says so much about where the commissioner's head is at and that is fucking really frightening and then the other area is um what are the playoffs for and um you know to me the thing that um is wrong about this is not so much that there are more teams in the in the playoffs um i get that the playoffs are the most interesting part of the season it's the most fun um and so on but to me what's so good about baseball is the number of games making the best teams rise to the top and i already think that the playoffs um uh, kind of uh, level the playing field as it were a bit a bit too much you, you know the fact that the nationals are the world champions and we won the exact same number of games as the as the indians who didn't even make the playoffs i think is it, i'm obviously delighted that the nationals have <laughs> won the series especially after we were 19 and 31 um huh. back in may uh, i don't know if you know that but we were 19 and 31 at the early part of the season I that's do. good i like that but i do i think that the if if you're going to have more teams in the playoffs the, the series need to be much bigger they want these like decider one one game winner takes all things and i just don't think that's baseball it is exciting when you have a game 7 scenario wherever you are in the in the playoffs a game 7 scenario elimination game is exciting but it's bullshit to have a team that wins 78 games in a year being able to go to the World Series by winning a best of three, then winning a best of five, and then winning a best of seven. It's just not it's not baseball. Yeah, I I can't. So this almost certainly would benefit Cleveland long in the long run. So uh, I'm even even with that biased approach, but you know, from my standpoint, I I just can't see this being a good thing. And what you're saying is, if they're gonna mess with the playoffs. I would prefer them to expand the wild card series or to a, to a series, to a three game series or a five game series, whatever it is, to make that more of a less of a crapshoot, um, and and add more variance there. I, I, I yeah, I I kind of think this isn't going to happen, but the, the the negative reaction was so strong that um, like this was this more negative reaction than we saw over like. They're using robot umps in some spring training games this this season, and so like uh, that may be inevitable. Robot umps, um, robot everything, honestly. But um, yeah, I just I can't get too worked up about this because I think it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. It's not going to happen. I think that there will be changes, and um, I'm pretty open to um, lots of them. Um, uh or at least discussing them this isn't going to happen i think that they they do want to make more of the playoffs if they do the playoffs need to be longer and more substantial mm-hmm. it's, it's just bullshit to play 162 games and then go into a crapshoot that just does not does not baseball but the thing that worries me more is the gimmickry of yes. the kind of sunday night uh game <laughs> show tv showdown it's like that's that's worrying about their mindset and what they think will um what they think will work I do really like the idea of a team like having to deliver a rose to the, to the other team they want to play. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> go game show, let's go all the way to bachelor level. Um, I w- and I want them to have like a you know they they have to they date them all you know all the teams and possibility have to go on a little romantic excursion and then decide who they want to 
play that first round against. Um, you can, I'm coming around. You're gonna have this. to. Edit. You have to edit this out uh, in in the post production because if MLB are listening to that, they are gonna take you up on the <laughs> idea. Uh, let's 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 keep going. Let's talk about, about a rule that's uh, actually gonna happen. Yeah. This so this they they formalized this. I think I had actually already processed this as a rule. We were texting back and forth about this. So the, the three batter minimum rule is in effect for 2020 baseball season. I had already thought this was this was a decided thing. Um, I don't think it really was. I think it was one of those things that everybody kind of assumed was going to happen, but it wasn't certain until they announced it before spring training. But uh, this affects a lot of things about baseball in um, in a very subtle way. But um, from, from here on out, uh, players, all pitchers coming into the game uh, must face three batters or reach the end of an inning. Unless they get hurt or in, or uh, fall ill on the mound, um, there's a there's an exception for illness and injury. Um, but so, uh, Matthew, what do you think about this? This is, I, I think, under the guise of keeping the game moving, you know, not having endless pitching changes, uh, and anything, yeah. which I kind of, you know, I'm, I think most of the speeding up the game is bullshit. But this actually seems to me to be something that. Most baseball fans even get irritated with. Yeah, I think it is irritating to have multiple pitching changes, especially because each time there is a pitching change, they go to commercials. And I, I mean, I've said this before. I think the number one cause of pace of play and, and game time growing is commercials. And we should cut down on commercials. And everyone always says, well, they're never going to do that. And that's because fuck capitalism. So, sure. The, <laughs> the issue to me is, like, I, I, I sort of don't, I do like this and I don't like this. On one hand, I don't think this is going to be a major, major change. I think that the number of pitching changes is like, it doesn't happen as much as people think. And um, it's just very, very noticeable when it does happen and very irritating, but it doesn't happen as much as people think it does. And the three batter minimum is is the, the caveat to that of, except in the case of reaching the end of an inning, is a massive, massive caveat. <laughs> so really for for a lot of the time it's gonna be two batters or one batter. And um I don't think it's gonna be as, as no I don't excuse me, I don't think it's gonna be as big as people think it will be. But what I do like about it is I love in game management. Mm-hmm. I just love the small ball of um uh you know hit and runs and stealing and uh, who's cut, who, you know double switches and I know you don't get those because you are in the kind of kiddies version of baseball but um, double <laughs> we switches we can we and, choose against it okay fine <laughs> um, and and how you're managing your bullpen I love all of that kind of chess stuff and so you know that will just change the composition of bullpens there'll be there'll be relievers who can come in at the beginning of innings and there'll be relievers that are held back for uh, maybe coming in during an inning so they only have to face one or two batters I think what's going to be really awful this season is when you get some coming in at the beginning of an inning and they just get beat to shit and there's nothing that anyone can do and it's just going to be like you know it's like that uh, Simpsons gif you know stop stop he's already dead uh, that will happen at some point and it's going to be it's going to be really painful to watch because there's nothing anyone could do and yeah. it's going to be both terrible and fantastic and the John Boy uh, uh, breakdown is going to be uh, something to behold I wonder how many times you're going to see relievers getting rocked around uh just fake, like, throw up on the mound. You know, just like, just completely just lose their lunch um, to to fake illness. Get out of there. If if they get if they get um, if they if they get in that situation, they can just lick the pine tar on their wrist. <laughs> 
and that will make them it will make them sick uh, no, actually, the, the the there's. I think you're right. Like, I think the the in-game management, the strategy piece of it, you're taking away a little bit of what they can, what managers can do, but they're 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 adding an element that um, I think can make you know the most uh, keen managers. Um, it gives them another you know whole set of tools to to play with. So um, I think you're going to see a lot more, uh, you know. Pinch hitters and you know righty righty lefty matchups from the offensive side because yeah. they know the other team can't, other team can't do anything about it. I think that's going to be fun. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's that's a, I think that's generally a good thing. And if we see some players fake uh, getting sick on the mound, um, all the better. I can't wait for the the job part breakdown. <laughs> Should we take a quick word from our sponsor before we finish up this uh, three up three down? Let's do it. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by. Corona, the beer. We'd like to thank all of you who are responsible for our sales being up 5% this month. To all of you ironic hipsters and misguided danger hounds, and especially to all of you who have said that considering the confusion these days, you feel bad for us, a multi-billion dollar beer subsidiary of AB InBev. Together, we're showing the world that when cooler parrot heads prevail, we can do anything. One last note, the science is still out on whether washing your hands with our product will help protect you from the virus more than regular soap and water. We'll be sure to keep you posted. Corona, it's a beer too, you know. Well, what a what a nice what a nice sponsor this week. Um, always nice to be, <laughs> always nice to have uh, to have sponsors. And honestly, <laughs> I I believe that we as a as a podcast would not be here. If it weren't for this, I know I wouldn't be sh- have shown up this morning if I didn't know that that check was going to hit our bank accounts. So thanks for the motivation, thanks for the inspiration. Um, you know, you're the reason why we do this. I don't do it um, for the sponsors. I do this because I like the sound of my own voice, and <laughs> and also it's a uh, a way of uh, at least outside of Twitter being able to communicate directly with Justin Baraski, um, <laughs> and uh, that makes me feel about life so we've got a couple more um to wrap up uh running out of time here but just a couple of quick ones the first one is i think an official announcement maybe we've mentioned this before but we are now confirmed for a on the road uh series of battery mates episodes in may we are going to texas uh toby and i are going to be in uh dallas texas for uh the texas rangers game against the washington nationals a new stadium for both of us because it's a new stadium <laughs> period i've never been to texas before at all uh then we're going to be driving down to austin where i hope time has got to work out the timing but i'm hoping we're going to be able to see the austin round rock express uh triple a uh, uh team uh play minor league baseball and then we're going to be driving across to the scene of the crime mm. Uh, the a game between the Astros and their their partners in crime, the Boston Red Sox, um, at the um, Orange Juice uh, Factory, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 planned, and we're going to be doing a podcast a day while we're there. Yeah, I mean, we're just we're just yeah, we're, we're making a lot of promises. This is great. Um, we got to live. I think that's the really what the, the what's happening here. We're setting ourselves up. So we actually have to follow through on this stuff. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually booked my flights yet. They're, <laughs> they're getting more, and more expensive. So I think if I say this now, I have to do it, you and to. Uh, I'll just I'll just take the plunge. Um, but we learned in the process of doing some research here. 
I learned that we can't buy one ticket to the the, the Houston game and um, the, uh, bring the other person in, inside of a garbage uh, a can. <laughs> you can't do that. You can do you can bring someone inside of a garbage can, but you have to pay for the extra seat. So, um, but we might be doing that. I, I, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Uh, they were sponsored <laughs> a couple weeks ago, uh, Brute. So we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> uh so if anyone if anyone any we have any listeners in texas uh we would be open to doing a live episode of uh of battery mates if uh, you can secure a bar for us uh to to do that in if anyone's got any uh, uh food or sightseeing recommendations uh that would be awesome uh, i'm really looking forward to it. it's a state i've never been to um but i've read a lot about and um it will it will almost certainly be my only uh washington nationals game this season so um mm. A uh, big shout out to Sean Doolittle, who I know is a listener of the pod. I'm hoping that um, we can get a, a big curly W that night. <laughs> well, and we want feedback from you on, on recommendations and, and all that about Texas. But we also want your feedback in another way. Um, that's right. We're two weeks from opening day. That means two weeks we'll have our opening day episode. And on that episode, as we do every year, is our preseason predictions contest, which is the only episode, and believe me when I say this, the only episode where we want to hear from you, um, <laughs> Battery Mates Nation. We want your predictions. Every year we do this, and it's always a blast. Um, and last year, is it Scott Mulhauser got it exactly right. He got exactly right, exactly perfect score. Um, he's from the future, um, so maybe we we could just close this up or or bar him from entry. I don't know. Um, uh, it's we'll, we'll we'll send we'll have a separate uh, PSA for the rules if you forget them, but it's really simple. You get out your voice memo app and you tell us how many games your team's going to win, how far is your team's going to go in the playoffs, who's going to make it to the World Series, and who's going to win. And if you do that and do it accurately, you um, in seven or eight years' time you will receive a prize from Battery Mates <laughs> that is actually meaningful. But this is why these prizes take so long to to deliver because well par- partly because Matthew moves across the world. And the prizes get stuck in a shipping container um, somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and uh, so partly because we we really do curate these prizes. These are these are hand picked, hand selected, um, pretty neat uh, items of, uh, of for souvenirs. Um, and so uh, we don't we don't want to get that wrong. Uh, but Matthew, anything you want to add to the preseason predictions contest plug here? Um, no, I think. Um... Uh, we need to work out who we owe prizes to. I think we we got um, Ross Morales Riquetto, um, but then I think we're missing Alex Wall and then Scott Mulhazer from yeah. last year. So we're, we're two behind. Um, we will we will get some we will get some prizes sorted. Um, it might it might be an Austin Round Rock <laughs> Express T-shirt, um, but we'll see. I think that's I think that's a wrap for this week. Yeah. No. I mean, I got to get back to um, pitchers fielding practice. So. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's, spring training is a calling. Um, it's a, it's it's almost that time of year. I can't believe it. It really does feel like spring training is going really quickly this season. Um, but I, you know, I'm gonna go shag those balls. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go shag those balls too. <laughs> we recommend you do the same. <laughs> <laughs>